When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Falcon Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Falcon's Nest Coaches Show, sponsored by Wood County Hospital, the official hospital of Bowling Green Athletics. Also sponsored by Kroger, fresh for everyone. Thayer Family Dealerships, when shopping for a car in Bowling Green, think Thayer. Wood County Hospital, the official hospital of Bowling Green Athletics. Walmart, save money, live better, and buy. Frickers, the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits. Now, here's Todd Walker. Bit of a week off, I guess you'd say a week and a half between games after a win at Buffalo. They are now preparing for hosting that school up north on a week from Wednesday. Time to talk football with head coach Scott Leffler joining us here at Frickers. Thanks, Todd, for having me. I really appreciate it. It's good to be here. Coach, uh, this past Saturday, this uh, game at Buffalo was uh, one of the strangest games ever. And just to recite a couple of the stats that would just blow people's minds in this game buffalo had 36 first downs bowling green had 11 time of possession buffalo 38 minutes bowling green 22 minutes 
penalty yards. Bowling Green 177, Buffalo 54. I'm sure you'll want to comment uh, much more extensively on the first two stats. Uh, the last stat may be speak for itself. But bottom line is your team gutted out a win with a lot of things going against them on Saturday. It was uh, just like you said, Todd. I've never been a part of uh, a game like that. And um, we had a bunch of explosion plays. If, um, if we didn't have penalties, we would have had 17 explosion plays, which that's unheard of. I mean, that's, that's runs plus 12, passes plus 16. And uh, we ended up, you know, without the penalties, having 12, which is a really, really high number. And, uh, you know, we had a really good game plan offensively. And uh, we knew that we could take advantage of some shots, and we did. And uh, our defense, you know, they were put on the field. Like, literally, we, we scored in two plays. We scored in yeah. one play. And uh, normally, you know, the formula for us is, you know, we want to control the clock, run the ball. Um, but the explosion plays, uh, you know, really, really helped us. And our defense was able to hang in there and get through it. And my hat's off to our guys. Uh, last week after the Eastern Michigan game was not a fun week. And, uh, you know, it was the first time this year that, uh, that I felt that uh, our team took steps backwards and they responded like no other. And, uh, you know, my hat's off to these guys. I love these kids and uh, they're kids right now and they're, they're growing into um, young men and they're going to be unbelievable here as we get older and as we get stronger, smarter. But uh, they've got fight, they've got character. Um, we just got to get older. We got to get smarter and do things a little bit better. But um, I do, uh, I do love these kids. Bowling Green, a 56-44 win at Buffalo on Saturday, and uh, getting on the board in the MAC always important to to, also to to feel that way again because some of these games that you had lost here to four, as you had talked about, you weren't necessarily disappointed in the way the team played or the effort they gave you, but. To, to finally have it come back and get them a win going into the off week, that's huge. I think so. You know, we've been so close in so many games. Uh, the Kent State game, I mean, the leader of our, of our side right now, that should have been a win. Northern Illinois, you can go on and on and on. And it's that five to six plays that, uh, that we talk about. And, you know, those five to six plays generally mean uh, that uh, you're not doing things on a consistent basis throughout the week. And uh, that's been the case. Um, I really believe on Wednesday of this week, it was our best football practice we've ever had at Bowling Green. And uh, on Tuesday, it was god awful, to say the least. And uh, we got to get we got to get consistent. Uh, the guys are understanding it, though, too. You know, these last two years prior to this, the little things didn't matter. We were just trying to go out and play hard and try to get in the building with, you know, and be on time for crying out loud. Now that we're competitive, Everything matters, and I think the kids are learning that. Uh, we'll get better with that in time and, and with age. But uh, you know, this, there's a football team around the corner that's going to be uh, pretty good here soon. Coach, the first series of the game, you get third and long, and you, you throw a middle screen to Christian Sims, and it looks like it's going to be punting time. And uh, he put on his Superman cape, broke that tackle. The guy targets him. 
He doesn't knock Christian down. He just bounces off of him. Then he takes it up the rail, 81 yards for the touchdown. And he did a very smart thing, Gibby pointed out on the broadcast. Most guys try to outrun the defense. He waited for his blockers to come help him so that nobody could tackle him. An 81-yard touchdown. That really set the tone on the opening series. Well, it was a tremendous play. We knew the screen game would be good versus them. Um, Christian uh, caught the football. Uh, the, the safety came up to try to make the tackle, uh, and he did a great job breaking the tackle. And then uh, it was awesome to watch on film because we've been stressing to the guys, run to the football, full speed, everything matters. And if you watch the backside pursuit or an, an, an our guys cutting off people uh, to get Christian in the end zone, I think that was the highlight. I know Christian made Sports Center and all that, but the backside X, watching him run, 55 yards down the field to uh, to help uh, Christian get in the end zone. That was as, as rewarding as anything. Was that so? Was that Kroom or was that Osborne? You're specifically. Uh, that was Kroom as the X, and then uh, uh, Osborne did a great job. He was to the boundary when that occurred, but uh, Kroom came all the way from the backside, just hustling his tail off and cut off the the last defender and. Uh, you know, people don't see that, but that's how you win games. And uh, that was awesome to watch. Falcons did indeed win 56-44 over Buffalo and now turn their attention to Toledo a week from Wednesday. Coach, another great thing, uh, the running game, uh, mainly hand the ball to Terion Stewart. 11 carries, 170 yards, a 77-yard touchdown run. He had one run called back by a penalty. That was a touchdown. Looked like he just ran the same play again. He scored anyway. I mean, what a game for Terrion Stewart. Terrion is, uh, is a guy that, uh, that our staff is working our tail off to, uh, to grow in every aspect. Um, I think this guy, um, he, uh, he just qualified out of high school. He had a tough, tough background. And uh, this guy is doing well in school. Um, he's doing a great job on the field. He got banged up early and, and had to overcome that. But uh, we're on a mission, just like all our guys, to make sure that uh, Terrian Stewart uh, gets a great degree here. He grows up. He has a great life. And, uh, but um, he's going to be a hell of a back. And uh, uh, he was excited to watch him play. He, I thought he ran really relentlessly. The one time we hand off the duo play, um, I think he it took – eight defenders to tackle him. I, I, he's a tough guy, and, you know, we just want to keep grooming him. Coach, also early in the game, you utilized the fake field goal to great effect. Uh, you needed, I think, nine yards, and Matt Naranjo got ten. He got just enough, and then you end up punching it in the end zone. But the, the fake field goal, is that something you sort of uh, have been waiting to spring in the right situation, or just felt like at that point in the game you wanted to felt you needed a touchdown take me through the thought process yeah not at all um, on Monday or Tuesday Liggs came to me and goes uh, watch uh, watch this field goal with me and we watched about 13 14 clips and he said listen if we get fourth and six plus let's fake it and uh, we had fourth and nine um, and they gave us the exact look that uh, that they've been showing all year long and uh, that wasn't uh, my call. That was 100% uh, Liggs. Um, and that's what good coordinators do. You know, they, they came to me early in the week. They go, uh, this is what we think we should do. I watched the cut up and went, uh, it's a no-brainer. Let's do it. And, but that was 100% Coach Ligashevsky. 
So was that still a situation where Matt and Nate each had to make sure it was that particular setup before they did it, though? Yes, we had, you know, the ability, if they didn't give us the look, uh, to kill out of it and kick it. And uh, But uh, um, Liggs did a great job of recognizing the look, and um, we were able to execute it. it was Coach, we talked about last week preparing for Buffalo about their pass rush and you were really concerned about it and they they did get three sacks on Matt and only 19 attempts but you were able to blunt it with the running game and of course the quick strike ability that you showed but uh, as you look back on what you were able to do to try to protect Matt uh, evaluate that part of it the first sack was disappointing in regards to um, we had a home run we had actually another explosion play in our young uh, Young tailback uh, took the fake rather than negated the fake. We had a will linebacker blitz on the backside, and if uh, our young back would have went over and blocked him, we would have had a, another 60, 70-yard touchdown. But um, he didn't. But I thought our protection plan was uh, well thought out. Um, we, we knew that the, the DNs at Buffalo were problem, which they are, and they always will be. They get good defensive ends. And uh, our chip, chip plan, our quick game plan, our screen plan, movement of the pocket um, you know helped and I thought our offensive line played their tails off also got a solid game from your secondary Davon Ferguson did not play in the ball game but uh, some guys are now seeing a few more reps uh, Jalen Brown I think is uh, notable uh, Trent Sims back there talk about some of these young secondary guys Jalen Burton is going to be uh, yeah, Jalen Burton excuse yeah, me Jalen Burton's going to be a heck of a corner here he's a true freshman um, Good build, good explosion, really, really intelligent. Comes from uh, Chicago, um, really good kid, uh, trying to be an architect. And, um, you know, he's, he's built the right way. So he did a great job stepping up. Um, before I got here, I left uh, Davon Ferguson's apartment. He had surgery this morning. Uh, it went great. And, uh, you know, it's really sad that, uh, you know, that he's not going to be able to go do his NFL dream this year, but he, he'll be back with us for another year, and um, that guy will be a high draft pick. Coach uh, Trent Sims, too, wanted you to expand on him. He, I thought, feel he looks the part out there. He did a really nice job. Uh, Trent, uh, obviously, his father played here. He's a legacy here, and uh, he's really grown up. Um, his first uh, year here was a challenge, and uh, last year was a challenge, and... Uh, um, he's just really growing into his role, and uh, I thought he tackled well. He's smart, uh, can make all the checks, and uh, you know we're a beat-up team back there right now. And I thought those young young guys really responded quite well. Another guy that continues to develop in your secondary, Jordan Anderson, seems like every game now he's getting an interception or coming close. Really. It looks like to me maybe the proverbial light bulb has come on for him and the back end there. He's just flying around making plays instead of what am I reading, what am I looking at. Seems like it's really flowing for him. Well, that's why you got to become old. Um, you know, Jordan Anderson started as a true freshman two years ago and uh, went through a ton of growing pains. And uh, last year was the same. Uh, but he's. Uh, He's grown older, he's grown smarter, wiser, he's bigger, he's stronger. The game's slower for him right now. And uh, I love Jordan. I think he's doing a great job. And again, he's one of those guys right now that is uh, doing it right off the field. And, um, you know, we just got to keep growing. And uh, we got guys that are, that are growing in this program, but he's one that's uh, blossoming for sure. 
BG will not play this Saturday, and then a week from Wednesday they'll host at Toledo here at Dwight Perry Stadium. Coach, with that in mind, uh, let the folks know what you're what you're doing with the team here with a little bit of an off period, a, a little, hopefully a slowdown, a chance, I'm sure, to rest. But what's your kind of practice plan for the week to sort of ease back into getting ready for Toledo? Yeah, the all the coordinators are here. Uh, Liggs, Terry, and Elu are here. Uh, the team lifted today. They'll be off tomorrow. Um, all the guys that have been playing will be off Wednesday. The younger guys will lift Wednesday. Thursday, uh, there'll be a very, very, very light uh, practice. We'll run, get back into it, and then uh, on Friday morning and Friday afternoon, it's uh, all about the team up north. But, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're excited to get some break. These kids need a break. And uh, I'm, I'm going to leave for recruiting at... Uh, 3.30 this morning, tomorrow morning. I'll be on a, a plane by 5.30 and go get some uh, new new Falcons. Coach, as you look at this uh, chance to rest up a little bit, is there a, a group on your team, a position group, or a couple of players in particular you think are uh, most in need of the break physically and or mentally? The offensive line. I mean, those young guys, just like I've said all year long, you know, those guys should be standing next to me lifting weights for another year. And uh, what they've done uh, to battle and hang in there when uh, a lot of them aren't ready to play right now, um, they've done a great job, and they, but they need a break. They're, they're mentally beat up. Uh, it's a long season, and uh, they need a rest, that's for sure. Coach, as we go into this week preparing for Toledo, uh, clearly these are the, the types of games that get so much more attention, and, and some coaches have espouse different philosophies about how you handle it psychologically with your team. Some people maybe talk about it a lot all during the season or in the offseason. Some people wait till the game week to sort of get into it. What's been your take with rivalry games, specifically with Toledo here? It's been an everyday conversation since the day I was hired, and that won't change as long as uh, they give me the opportunity to be the head coach. That is an everyday we're doing something every day to beat the team up north. Um, we've got specific drills that we do every single day, and uh, that won't change until uh, they tell me that uh, you're not coaching here anymore. So we're going we're gonna, to uh, compete our tails off uh, for that game. It's a great game. It's uh, just like I said, as a kid, I watched Ohio State, Michigan. I watched Michigan, uh, Notre Dame. I watched Toledo, Akron. And I always watched uh, Bowling Green Toledo. It's, uh, if you're an Ohio kid, a Midwest kid, uh, this is an important game. Coach, uh, we've talked about Tyrone Broden and how you think he's going to be a, a big-time big receiver for you. And it talked about how you know, he got a little bit dinged up a couple of weeks ago. But I guess Buffalo, he was there for a couple of big plays. And you know, I think you can see when guys start to turn the corner when you know they're not 100%, but they're still making big plays. Give me your thoughts on Tyrone and his development the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the, um, um, I'm really proud of Tyrone because uh, the injury that he has right now is a painful injury. It's an injury that uh, if he plays, it's not going to do any more damage or what have not. We never put a kid in jeopardy like that. And uh, it's all about toughness. And uh, for him to gut out and do what he's doing, it's, it's impressive. Um, I've been on him every single day. I go, for you to be a difference maker in this league, we need to put 15 more pounds on you, and you need to get strong as no, all get out. And uh, that's what we're going to do. 
we get him stronger, uh, he'll be more durable, and uh, we, he's going to be a, a handful if, he, if we can get his weight up and get him stronger. Well, Coach, we certainly appreciate you coming here to Frickers, and uh, we've got a jam-packed show today, so we'll let you get started quicker on your recruiting and preparing for Toledo. we got Coach Huger and Coach Tomich tonight as well, but uh, great win at Buffalo, a lot of things to overcome. Um, I know you're already done enjoying that win, but we're going we're gonna to enjoy it a couple more days, okay? All righty. Yep, you guys enjoy it. Thank you. That's football coach Scott Leffler. Well, this will take a break and be back with more from Frickers on the Falcon Sports Radio Network from Learfield. Let's go Falcons. Let's go Labatt Blue Light. When you drink a pristine Canadian Pilsner, you're good at beer. Falcons fans, grab a Labatt Blue Light and be good at beer. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, copyright 2021, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York, all rights reserved. Labatt registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. When your family needs advanced medical care, depend on Wood County Hospital. For a state-of-the-art surgery center offering advanced robotic procedures, joint replacements, and the latest vascular surgery to open clogged arteries. For board-certified ear, nose, and throat specialists, the very latest cancer treatments, and more. Depend on us. It's not just a line. It's a tireless commitment to our community's health. Wood County Hospital. Depend on us. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It's subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Wool Slagle Moving Company is Bowling Green State University Athletics' preferred moving and storage company. Professionally moving families and businesses around the corner and across the country since 1931. Wool Slagle Moving Company offers temporary, secure, and heated storage options for moving or home remodeling. You can be sure that your items will be handled with care by our team of trusted moving professionals. For more information and a free estimate, visit WoolSlagleMoving.com or call us at 419-332-3111. Hi, I'm Mark Remus, broker with AA Green Realty. Since 1976, homeowners throughout Bowling Green and all of Wood County have placed their trust in AA Green Realty when buying, selling, or building their homes. Customer loyalty, aggressive marketing, and expert personnel continue to be the cornerstones of our success. Stop by our office at 1045 North Main Street in Bowling Green or visit our website at aagreen.com to find out why AA Green Realty has quietly become the area's real estate leader. Your Bowling Green Walmart Supercenter wants to be your home for all your game time needs. We have everything that you'll need, from hot dogs and hamburgers to grills to cook them up. We also have your pop-up canopies and camp chairs for those tailgating parties before 
and after the game. So come see us at your Bowling Green Walmart Supercenter. Proud sponsors of Falcon Athletics. Walmart. Save money. Live better. Thayer Family Dealerships is your home team for all of your Chevy, Toyota, Honda, Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and pre-owned vehicle needs. Stop into any one of our showrooms on Main Street in Bowling Green or visit our website at ThayerBG.com. When thinking about any of your vehicle needs, think Thayer. basketball believe it or not as hoop season is here coach michael huger is with us hey coach how you doing how you guys doing thank you for coming out coach great to see you again and uh, your team has uh, had an inter-squad scrimmage and a bunch of practices and now it's time to to get to playing other teams and a week from tomorrow you'll be at western carolina I guess just give us your thoughts on your, your preseason body of work from your team, how you feel about things coming into the season. Uh, I feel very good about this group. Um, we have six new guys uh, with this team, along with bringing uh, Daquan Plowden back and Trey Diggs back. Uh, I'm excited about this group. Uh, we play extremely hard. We compete. Uh, practice has been fun. Uh, it's just can't wait to get it started. You know, we uh, have a freshman in Yubong Eatum out of uh, Arkansas, Little Rock, 6'9". He's the baby of the group, but he's also 6'9", and he's putting on weight. So I'm excited about him and what he does. Joe Reese out of Old Dominion, transfer from Old Dominion, uh, is looking very good. Uh, Britton Mills, transfer out of Binghamton, looks very good. Uh, Myron Gordon, uh, transfer out of... Um, uh, Sanford looks very good, so uh, I'm I'm just happy with this group, and we also got Samari Curtis, who was uh, um, Ohio Mr. Basketball out of Zania, Ohio. So he's doing a great job for us. So I, I like this group, and then the last one was Gabe O'Neill, which was a transfer from from Kent State, and he's been playing extremely well, also. Clearly, uh, it's a situation everybody's going through you just talked about your transfers no fewer than five division one transfers and uh, if they're all uh, said to be able to play you'll play them all I think the only one that may be in doubt is Samari Curtis do we know if he's going to be eligible to play for you this year well hopefully we'll hear something uh, this week on Samari um, you know you never know with the way things go with the NCAA so we just have to you know, hope that everything goes goes great for Bowling Green and we can get him on the court this year. So I'm, I'm excited about the opportunity to coach him this year. With that said, with five D1 transfers plus one true freshman coming back, that's six newcomers, nine returnees, I guess, overall with two walk-ons and the seven returnees that played quite a bit last year. That's an interesting mix to try to integrate in a preseason Talk about the work you and your coaches did to sort of plan to integrate all these new guys that have been playing in other systems and not just out of high school. That took a lot of planning. Um, well, the biggest thing, the first thing we had to do was actually see them play. So yeah. <laughs> we didn't actually see them play live until July. So we got them 
uh, July, I want to say 13th, was our, was the start of school for us. And uh, that was the first opportunity to see them. And, and that's when we thought, like, wow, we may have something here. And they're all good kids. So that was the thing that you're most surprised with when you get uh, transfers. You, you never know what you're going to get when you get them. And uh, we've been lucky to have a, have a good group that's that stuck together. But the biggest thing was our older guys, Daquan Plowden and Trey Diggs, were the ones that grabbed everybody and pulled them together and say, hey, this is how we do things over here. So that made our coaching staff, I made our job that much easier when you have Daquan and, and Trey who can lead those guys and tell them this is how we do things, and they follow suit. And so we haven't had any issues, and those guys have been doing a great job of leading them. With that, Coach, let's talk about the returning guys that were able to come back for what amounts to an extra year because of the COVID protocols. Everybody got an extra year of eligibility. Uh, not everybody would choose to use it depending on their circumstances, but Daquan and Trey Diggs did so. Uh, that's got to be a godsend for you to have two players of that caliber return. But talk about uh, them coming back to, to play an extra year, the decision-making process, and uh, how they ultimately decided. Well, um, we started with Trey was the first to come in, and he wanted to uh, test the NBA waters and, and you know put his name out there for the NBA guys. And uh, I have a lot of friends in the NBA who gave me feedback on Trey, and they said he should go back to school for another year. So that was the feedback that we had for Trey. So he decided to come back uh, for the uh, COVID year. And uh, Daquan Plowden in the meeting, he was like, uh, Coach, I'm coming back. So we didn't have to do much with Daquan. So I was excited about that one. Uh, Justin Turner, we talked, and it was time for him to go. I mean, he's done all he can do here. Uh, for him to play in college another year would have been a waste of time for him. So I uh, told him, you know, you got to do the best. And right now he's with the Westchester Hawks with the G League and with the Knicks. Um, excuse me, Westchester Knicks. So uh, he's with the Knicks team. He's up in uh, Westchester, New York right now. So he's doing well up there. I just got a call from those coaches over in, with the Knicks, and he's playing well also. But uh, just excited to get Daquan back for fifth year. He's been great in our program. Uh, Trey Diggs has been also a uh, wonderful addition to our program, has done a great job. And, um, you know, they'll both be starters uh, coming on, on Thursday. So That's one of those easy decisions. Daquan comes in and says, Coach, I'm coming back. You just go, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> the first thing was, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm coming. All right, then come on, we good. We'll take you. <laughs> we'll take him indeed. Falcon basketball will open the season a week from tomorrow at Western Carolina. And, Coach, let's uh, talk a little bit about the schedule before max season as we embark on November and December here. You've got some interesting matchups coming up. And clearly last year with COVID, the non-conference schedule in particular was really haphazard. Uh, some games didn't get played and some got rescheduled. New opponents got picked up, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, folks maybe aren't totally familiar with what you're getting ready to play this year, Western Carolina is uh, one of those games that maybe you would have played a year or two ago but didn't happen, right? Yes, it was a game that we're making up now. A couple of the games on the schedule are make-up games. Uh, it was just with COVID last year was brutal for our guys, for you guys to not be able to come and, and you guys not be in the stands. And, you know, after building up a great crowd at the Stroh and then going back to – 300 people in the stands it was it was it was tough it was definitely tough not only on us as coaches but I the players we they really struggled with that 
uh, we were better actually on the road than we were at home. So that's the first time that we won more games on the road than we did at home. So uh, it, it was just tough to, to see, and I'm glad that we can have you guys back in the stands with masks. You have to have masks on, but I'll take it. I'll take you guys with masks any day that without. So I'm excited just to have that crew back, and uh, we got to make up games and, and different things and. Uh, hopefully this year, uh, all of our guys are, are vaccinated. So hopefully we can we can stay healthy and uh, be able to complete a season. That's the biggest thing is being able to complete a season. You look at the non-conference schedule coming up, then you'll have a home game with Ohio Wesley, and then you'll play the Buckeyes down at Columbus and head to Fort Myers for an event there where you'll play Milwaukee and then Southern Utah or Yale. And uh, that's one of those where one of your guys gets to, to go back to his home area, right? Uh, Trey Diggs. Trey Diggs will get a chance to go back uh, uh, to Florida, Fort Myers. He's from Niceville, so he's up from the Upper Peninsula of Florida. But uh, it's, it's, it's close enough, so he'll have a nice crowd out there for him. And I mean, I'm just excited to go back down and get some warm weather in November. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'll be nice. And right before Thanksgiving, Coach Michael Huger with us. We're talking BGSU men's basketball. Coach, uh, some more of your returnees. You, know, you look at your backcourt, and you've got uh, Caleb Fields coming back, Caden Matheny coming back, Josiah Fulcher coming back. We already talked about Trey Diggs. So, and then you add in some newcomers at the guard positions as well. Brenton Mills, the kid from Binghamton. Uh, let's talk about how he fits in. What position is he going to play? Um, Brenton is uh, a combo guard. He can. The way we play is more positionless basketball, so uh, they, those guys can play any position. Uh, Brenton Mills is more of a combo guard, but he can score the ball. Uh, very good defender. Uh, athletic as all can be. So he's a little fella, but he can jump out the gym. So I'm excited you guys will see a couple dunks this year from him. Uh, but he, he definitely can play multiple positions. He's a scorer, tough kid. And just fun to watch. You'll see he's fun to watch because he plays extremely hard. Coach, also, when you look at how your backcourt comes back, a couple of guys that played a ton last year as freshmen, Caden Matheny, Josiah Fulcher, both of them contributed in big ways. Caden started just about every game, if not every game, and Josiah played a lot of minutes in almost every game. What what are we expecting as a as a next step now as a sophomore with those guys? Um, well, Caden and uh, and Josiah have been practicing extremely well. Caden has been doing a great job. He's taken another step. So he's the, the the he's he's showing that he can lead the team. He's doing a great job vocally of, of talking to guys. Last year he wouldn't say a word. So uh, he was kind of like on the line of juice as a freshman. Didn't know if he spoke English or not. So uh, he he's doing a much better job of talking with his team and, and leading the team and grabbing guys and uh, Josiah is just that that jack of all trades he can he can do a little bit of everything very well so uh, just excited for his his progression of what he's done so far um, really good defensively he's been really solid defensively since he's been back coach another guy that returns although he didn't play last year Matisse Kulachkovskis a, a kid that's been snake bit with injuries but I know you feel like he could be a huge contributor if you can get him on the court and keep him there. Talk about his role if he can come back fully healthy. 
Uh, he started practicing last week, so I'm excited about that. We, everything he's done last week was half court. Today was the first day he went up and down, and he looks really good. So I'm, I'm hoping that he can stay healthy. So that's the biggest thing is keeping him healthy. Uh, he's very smart, high IQ, can shoot the three, shooting it at a high clip. Um, he can defend, he rebounds, he does everything that I like. So I'm hoping we can get him back healthy, and he's looking good so far. Coach, uh, one thing that you look at your roster, you talked about Ubong is a 6'9", a, a big freshman kid, but 6'9", uh, is the, the tallest you list on your roster. So you brought in Gabe O'Neill, who's 6'7". Folks may have seen him playing with Kent State last year, but he's one of those guys, I think, that plays a little bigger than he is. He's a strong, big, wide kid at the shoulders, and he can push people around, Gabe O'Neill, but he's got some skill, too. He, he takes up a lot of space down there. He's, he's a big boy. He moves people left-handed, so it's, it's pretty difficult to guard a lefty because they shoot everything a little bit awkward. I'm not trying to disrespect any left-handers in here right now, but everything is just a little bit awkward, and, and it's hard to defend, and he's that guy, and he finishes well around the basket. Uh, he makes free throws, so that's the biggest thing. He's going to get fouled a lot because of his size and the, and the space that he takes up, but he's also able to make his free throws, so that's what I've been impressed with. Coach, before I let you go, uh, give us what you can tell us about Western Carolina. It's your first opponent a week from tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure you've been at least peeking ahead while you're getting the guys ready. What kind of team are we going to see down there? Uh, I have no clue. They, <laughs> they, they have a new coach. They have a new uh, coach, and we have Fairmont on Thursday. So my thing, I'm still one game at a time, and Fairmont is the one that's, that's on my mind right now. And I haven't gotten the uh, um, Western Carolina as of yet, so hopefully I can get to them. And, uh, you know, but it still won't be until Friday. It'll be the earliest for me. <laughs> well, that's a good point. The exhibition game is Thursday night against Fairmont State, and that's a 7 o'clock at Stroh Center. I'm sure a lot of folks will be there. Coach, we appreciate you coming to Frickers for the first go-round of many yet this winter, and hopefully get a win to start next Tuesday and to get things off to a good start. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for coming out. Looking forward to seeing you. That's Coach Huger. We'll talk with volleyball coach Daniela Tomich next from Frickers on the Falcon Sports Radio Network from Learfield. Let's go Falcons. Let's go Labatt Blue Light. When you drink a pristine Canadian Pilsner, you're good at beer. Falcons fans, grab a Labatt Blue Light and be good at beer. Enjoy responsibly. Beer. Copyright 2021. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. One, two, three. Best pizza? New York style. No. Deep dish. No way. A white pie and wash it down with a Coke. No. Neapolitan. Uh-uh. Detroit style. It's got to be chewy. No. Extra crispy. With extra red sauce. I love cheese pizza. And a Coke. Pineapple. Who puts a pineapple on their pizza? No. Fresh mozzarella. I want cheese on the pizza and in the crust. Fork and knife. Come on. You'll get folded. Pizza goes best with a Coke. I like my pizza with a Coke. My pizza goes with a Coke. A nice cold Coke. Pizza. Serve with a Coke. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. 
Thayer Family Dealerships is your home team for all of your Chevy, Toyota, Honda, Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and pre-owned vehicle needs. Stop into any one of our showrooms on Main Street in Bowling Green or visit our website at ThayerBG.com. When thinking about any of your vehicle needs, think Thayer. The key to your successful business, City Uniforms and Linen. We are a family-owned, locally operated industrial laundry who specializes in delivering your image. Why City Uniforms and Linen? Because first impressions mean everything. We are hygienically clean certified, and our hassle-free rental programs make it easy for your business to have a lasting first impression. Follow us on Facebook, and to learn more, visit CityUniformsandLinen.com. Delivering image since 1944. City Uniforms and Linen. Hi, I'm Mark Remus, broker with AA Green Realty. Since 1976, homeowners throughout Bowling Green and Olivewood County have placed their trust in AA Green Realty when buying, selling, or building their homes. Customer loyalty, aggressive marketing, and expert personnel continue to be the cornerstones of our success. Stop by our office at 1045 North Main Street in Bowling Green or visit our website at aagreen.com to find out why AA Green Realty has quietly become the area's real estate leader. Your Bowling Green Walmart Supercenter wants to be your home for all your game time needs. We have everything that you'll need, from hot dogs and hamburgers to grills to cook them up. We also have your pop-up canopies and camp chairs for those tailgating parties before and after the game. So come see us at your Bowling Green Walmart Supercenter. Proud sponsors of Falcon Athletics. Walmart. Save money. Live better. When your family needs advanced medical care, depend on Wood County Hospital. For a state-of-the-art surgery center offering advanced robotic procedures, joint replacements, and the latest vascular surgery to open clogged arteries. For board-certified ear, nose, and throat specialists, the very latest cancer treatments, and more. Depend on us. It's not just a line. It's a tireless commitment to our community's health. Wood County Hospital. Depend on us. basketball starting up a week from tomorrow. Meanwhile, BGSU volleyball is in the middle of their season, another tremendous season. Let's welcome Coach Daniela Tomich. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Todd. Thanks for everybody here. Great to have you and uh, your team in the midst of another very strong season and uh, trying to uh, get back to the top and stay at the top of the Mid-American Conference. And uh, your last time out, of course, beat Toledo, which is always a good thing to go to 11-1. and I'm sorry, 12-1. and 12-1 and in MAC play. So I guess when you look at expectations, you know, sometimes that weighs on a team, sometimes it motivates them. And your team certainly had expectations coming in. Talk about how they've handled it and used it to motivate them. Yeah, I mean, coming to this season, uh, you know, we talk about expectations and it's not. We try to keep our team outside those, I think, outside expectations are destructions. Uh, what we talk a lot a lot in our program is our championship standards and what we strive to do um, 
um, we, we try to close that gap between the perfect game that we will never play and, and where we are, and that's, that's what drives us. And, and success, I mean, when once you feel you know, winning and winning championships, uh, it feels good. So, and we, have a, we recruit that type of a student athlete. Uh, who, you know, they want to come to a successful program and help us continue just building and, and competing for championships every year. And uh, right now, with five games left at uh, 12 and 1, right, you're technically would be the two seed right now, but you're tied with Ball State. So that regular season championship is certainly there for you guys to still have a shot at, even though Ball State is your one loss. So they have the tiebreaker. But when you look at where your team is, where each maybe unit of your team, each level, where do you think your strengths are? What are some of those things that I know you're always working on some things, but what are the things that got to get shored up more than others here to get the last five and win the tournament and all that? Yeah, I've heard one great coach say uh, coaches are perpetually unsatisfied. So uh, we're in, yeah, that's that's the nature of our job. Um, let me just say this, what, what are, we have done, uh, we are playing second competitive season in one calendar year. This last Friday, our loss to Ball State is only the second loss in the MAC in, in a year. I mean, that's, that's I, you know, I mean, what our team is doing, everybody can, I mean, the consistency that our program has shown is it's amazing. And I, you know, I always say also winning is not normal. I mean, to win and at the level, at the rate that we've been winning, it just takes, uh, it's, it's a different mindset. It's a different, again, mentality that you, you, you have to have. And I'm so proud. And that uh, uh, loss to Ball State, it sucked. Yeah, we were not happy. They outplayed us completely. Uh, we, we told the team that's how pretty much every other team feels after they play us. We just get a taste of our, you know, of the medicine, and, and uh, but uh, I was really proud how we bounced back less than 24 hours at Toledo, uh, and Toledo has a better team than they were last year, and they beat us at home in five sets. So we went to their uh, uh, gym, uh, and it was probably I think they had uh, the biggest crowd uh, since I remember. It was a great atmosphere, and it was a hard match, and and uh, we we won in four. So bouncing back after that. Uh, Tough loss uh, at Ball State is something that speaks about the character of our team. Um, and I don't remember what the rest of your question was. It doesn't matter. Your answer was better than my question. So <laughs> that's why you're here to make me look good, right? Yeah, help me out. We're talking BG Volleyball with Coach Daniela Tomic. And I remember yeah. your question. So we, we have uh, our strengths are uh, definitely our outside. We call it pin hitters. So we have a two Kat Mendley freshman local kid from Parisburg, played for Parisburg High School. Uh, Caitlin Meyer, everybody knows Caitlin, uh, a senior who will be coming back for fifth year. We are very excited about that. And then we have a Petra Indrova on the right side, uh, who I believe should be, is right now player of the year, the most consistent, the best player in the MAC. Um, and then Hannah Lauby, uh, our setter, uh, has been consistent. She got five setter of the week of the East Division in a row and six total. And then Julia Waltz as a libero, she got another one, uh, defensive player of the week uh, in the East Division. Uh, so we, we have a good offense. Offensively, we are strong. Defensively, we are strong. Uh, and, and we are good at volleyball. So, and, and we are really, really tough. We have really tough players. I think the, the toughness is sort of what you 
were most alluding to to bounce back. I mean, it's one thing to, to be on a roll and really be taking care of business and then to have a setback and then turn around and have to play your rivals. It speaks to that toughness, not just physically, but mentally, right? Yeah, man, that, that's the, what it is. Now we have, like you mentioned, uh, three, three weeks until the MAC tournament. We have a... Five matches. The last regular season is against Miami midweek on Wednesday, um, and it's not. You know, we're not going to get that much better technically or tactically. It's it's uh, the teams that finish strong, that win championships. It's that mindset. It's mental toughness. It's resiliency. It's grit. Uh, you know, everybody is tired. Everybody, you know, bodies hurt. I mean, it's it's hard to be a Division One athlete and. Uh, those who can control their mind and, and focus on the things when they step on the court, they forget about all distractions and they play the best together as a team. Those teams, uh, that team will, will uh, win a championship. Coach, you talked about how your team has played really two seasons compressed into one year because of the way the COVID season worked last year. This year you're on your regular schedule, but last year it was late, pushed into this calendar year. How difficult did that make your quote-unquote off-season to, to keep your team physically getting better but also to be cognizant of the wear and tear of that sort of compressed schedule yeah I mean this this is the first time we've never we have never done this so it was very important and our season was the longest of all the MAC teams because of the NCAA tournament so we were in postseason um, we, we told our team after the semester was over when they went home rest it's 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 mental it's not that you just physically get tired it's emotional fatigue it's mental fatigue you know enjoy your families our international player, players didn't go home for christmas they stayed here the whole uh, uh, year and uh, we we wanted them to rest some of them you know petra trained with the national team in the czech republic uh, so she some some players played beach but we said rest is the most important we wanted them to come back fresh we wanted them to uh, want to be back in the gym and, and train, but we, we had to be very mindful and train smart how we get them back uh, because just how our season in the spring uh, um, ended. And, and another thing is we, we didn't have an off season. You know, we, we were fortunate. We had a six freshman uh, last fall, and since we didn't compete, compete in the fall, we had the time to develop them. So it was kind of like off season. But this year with our three freshmen, we didn't have uh, we didn't have that. You know, we have a two and a half three weeks in the summer before we start competition. I mean, and everything counts. So you're for three weeks with them in the, in, in the gym and then you compete. I think the only other team that's worse than us when it comes how little time we have with our athletes is hockey, what I've heard. They even have like, what, two days or something and then they compete, which is crazy. Um, so we, we had to, again, it was new for us coaches. I think we've done a good job. Uh, we had some injuries uh, early in the season, but we are back. We are healthy, so, uh, and I hope we can, we can stay healthy. BGSU Volleyball tied for first overall in the MAC at 12-1. They are home Friday night and Saturday night at Stroh Center, 6 o'clock Friday, 5 o'clock Saturday for Kent State. Coach, before we talk about uh, other things with your team, give us a, a quick scouting report and uh, what you have to do to get a couple of wins against the Flashes here this weekend. Talk to me about them. Yeah, um, honestly, I haven't looked at them yet. Uh, I, I know just the record again. I, we don't judge the teams uh, uh, by their record because we know everybody brings their best game against us. No matter what their record is, like they're going to play the best match against BGSU. Uh, they have they have a talented players. They've been struggling. Um, 
just just again with with finding ways to win, but uh, I, I always think they're gonna figure it out against us. So we'll have that scout ready um, soon in a couple of days, and and uh, today was just focus on us. We had to figure some things out uh, that we haven't been doing well. So the whole focus is on us right now. Coach, talk to me about uh, you've got a lot of players that we recognize their names, and you just said uh, you're going to bring one back for another year. Uh, who are your main leaders on the court, the, the so-called coaches on the court that you lean on? I, I assume you even have multiple, which is quite a luxury, but talk about that part of your team. Yeah, you know, we our philosophy is we, we believe all of our players are leaders in training, and we train them to be leaders, not followers. Uh, we do have a leadership council, and um, some, for example, our seniors, uh, they're all in, in that leadership council, but Katie Kidwell is one of, of the leaders on the court. Petra, the way she's playing. Kirsty Shaw, who is a role player, she's been a leader for us for the last few years, and she brings so much maturity and stability to our team, and she's one of the most respected teams. Teammates. Uh, so we, we have everybody. We just tell them there's always a time anybody you know, should and can step up and, and lead when it's their time to lead. And good leaders also know when to follow and take a step back and let somebody else to lead. Uh, that, that's been our, our philosophy, kind of developing everybody. And, and leadership, we, we always tell them, uh, starts with uh, learning how to be responsible, lead your, themselves first. We, we tell that to our freshmen. Um, you're going to lead first yourself, learn how to be responsible, and then we're going to build on that leadership. By the time they're seniors, then um, they'll, they'll get more responsibility in that area. Coach, your program has been uh, consistently excellent for uh, going on, a, what, a decade now. And, and I know that any program that gets to that point, the, the staff that you have with you is a key ingredient. Uh, fill the folks in on, on your staff and some of their roles and the, the role they play in building this program to the championship level where you are. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and thank you for asking, uh, uh, mentioning that. Uh, our success is directly related, I believe, to... Uh, my ability to keep my staff uh, for the last six years, Alex Del Piombo, who is um, our associate head coach and recruiting coordinator, and Allison Cook, who is right here uh, over there, so give her a shout, shout out. Um, assistant coach Allison, uh, Ali has been with us five years, and uh, our program, we, we, had, we did have a two rough years, uh, 20. <laughs> 15 and 2014, 2015, and then we turned the things around. But uh, I'm just very fortunate to have uh, Alex and Ali on my staff, and then uh, Kristen Watson is our new Dovo, who is also a huge, huge help. But uh, I probably should call Ali and ask her about Kent State. She's already started scouting them, so she can tell you more about our opponent. Uh, that's that's what uh, she and uh, and Alex do. Uh, but they, they're just awesome. They're, they're wonderful, uh, first of all, like people and role models, and they, they work hard. They're loyal. I mean, everything that uh, a head coach wants in their staff, I have that, and that consistency that uh, I was able, I've been able to keep them on staff uh, has been directly related to our success. Also, you've built quite a following, I think, uh, on any given night at Stroh Center. You've got quite a crowd in there of Falcon fans rooting you on. You've, you've sort of turned the Stroh Center into a, a very tough place to play, right? We do. We, we do. Uh, our fans, uh, we have some loyal fans, and some of them are here in, uh, uh, in this place, and we are very thankful for them, and the atmosphere is great. 
Um, I, I still think there is room for us to grow in that area. I, I, I want that place to be packed. You know, our goal is to be one of the top 25 teams, and there are 330 volleyball Division One volleyball programs in the nation. And I believe we have everything in place to be one of the elite. And to do that, we need that place rocking, and we need our student section to be packed. And that's that's our goal. We're gonna we're gonna get there, and we're gonna have uh, that place sold out and, and break the records in the MAC for attendance. Uh, but it's it's great. It's good now. We want it to be great. That's that's our goal. We want it to be great. Well, your team is certainly great, and the program is uh, great, and it's uh, it's a credit to BGSU, and uh, you deserve to have that packed house, and hopefully you'll have it when you take on Kent State this weekend. We appreciate you coming over to Frickers, and uh, maybe we'll visit again a few weeks after you win the MAC championship. I just hope a lot of people will come on Saturday. It's our senior uh, night, and we're going to recognize our seniors, so uh, I on hope we're gonna, on Saturday after, after the game we'll have a ceremony. But thank you for having me on the thank show. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. We'll take a break and wrap up the show next from Frickers on the Falcon Sports Radio Network from Learfield. Best tailgate? It's gotta be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. Dude, subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. Let's go Falcons. Let's go Labatt Blue Light. When you drink a pristine Canadian Pilsner, you're good at beer. Falcons fans, grab a Labatt Blue Light and be good at beer. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, copyright 2021, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York, all rights reserved. Labatt registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. When your family needs advanced medical care, depend on Wood County Hospital. For a state-of-the-art surgery center offering advanced robotic procedures, joint replacements, and the latest vascular surgery to open clogged arteries. For board-certified ear, nose, and throat specialists, the very latest cancer treatments, and more. Depend on us. It's not just a line. It's a tireless commitment to our community's health. Wood County Hospital. Depend on us. The key to your successful business, City Uniforms and Linen. We are a family-owned, locally operated industrial laundry who specializes in delivering your image. Why City Uniforms and Linen? Because first impressions mean everything. We are hygienically clean certified, and our hassle-free rental programs make it easy for your business to have a lasting first impression. Follow us on Facebook, and to learn more, visit cityuniformsandlinen.com. Delivering image since 1944, City Uniforms and Linen. Hi, I'm Mark Remus, broker with AA Green Realty. Since 1976, homeowners throughout Bowling Green and all of Wood County have placed their trust in AA Green Realty when buying, selling, or building their homes. Customer loyalty, aggressive marketing, 
and expert personnel continue to be the cornerstones of our success. Stop by our office at 1045 North Main Street in Bowling Green or visit our website at aagreen.com to find out why AA Green Realty has quietly become the area's real estate leader. Your Bowling Green Walmart Supercenter wants to be your home for all your game time needs. We have everything that you'll need, from hot dogs and hamburgers to grills to cook them up. We also have your pop-up canopies and camp chairs for those tailgating parties before and after the game. So come see us at your Bowling Green Walmart Supercenter. Proud sponsors of Falcon Athletics. Walmart. Save money. Live better. Thayer Family Dealerships is your home team for all of your Chevy, Toyota, Honda, Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and pre-owned vehicle needs. Stop into any one of our showrooms on Main Street in Bowling Green or visit our website at ThayerBG.com. When thinking about any of your vehicle needs, think Thayer. Number 17, Bemidji State, last Friday before falling to Bemidji on Saturday 2-1. The Falcons were the last undefeated team in the nation until uh, that particular loss. And uh, still, BG with a record of 3-1-2 on the ice. And they will be home this weekend for St. Thomas in CCHA play. After opening CCHA play with Bemidji State, this is their first home series in the league. The Falcons will drop the puck at 7:07 both nights at the Slater Family Ice Arena. Also, good luck to the BGSU women's soccer team. They recently clinched the MAC regular season championship and, of course, the number one seed for the upcoming MAC women's soccer tournament, so they will host that tournament uh, this coming weekend. Men's basketball will have their exhibition game Thursday against Fairmont State, and then we're with them next Tuesday at Western Carolina for the season opener. We talked about volleyball home for Kent State Friday and Saturday night trying to remain tied for first place. BGSU football will be off until a week from Wednesday. Coming off that win at Buffalo, they'll host Toledo on Wednesday, November 10th. So we'll be back with you come next Monday here at Frickers. Until then, this is Todd Walker saying hi, Ziggy Zumba. been listening to the Falcons Nest Coaches Show, brought to you by Kroger, fresh for everyone, Thayer Family Dealerships, five great franchises, one great dealership, Wood County Hospital, the official hospital of Bowling Green Athletics, Walmart, save money, live better, and by Frickers, the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits. 
The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Falcon Sports Network.